Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show. Yes, it's time for another podcast. Oh, who would have thought? Wednesday rolls around all too quick, and before you know it, it's episode 323 of the Big Rab Show podcast. Can you believe it? I don't know, 323 episodes. Do you think we've nothing else better to do on a Wednesday night? <laughs> anyway, yes, we've got quite a cool podcast to bring you this week. Uh, we've been working on this one for a little while with an interesting topic of the week, which no doubt you're uh, eager to get into. But before you do... Please stick with us, we've got a lot of great news and updates and things to talk about here in the pod as well, so there's a lot happening in the piping scene, and we'll get into all of it. Uh, So, first of all, let's get through the introductions then, shall we? Well, because there is a lot of people who are only just discovering our show, so if this is your very first Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome! We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And yes, that old cliche. Yeah, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. And if you would like to help support the show, then you can. And as part of being a part of the Patreon faithful, you'll get your hands on all of that extra stuff. Yeah, there's a wealth of stuff back there on Patreon. Uh, Episodes of Rab Show Plus, plus you get our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, which is two hours live every week. And plus a lot of, you know, exclusive interviews, performances, video diaries and stuff. It's very interesting. Uh, So, yeah, there's a whole community over there of Patreon faithful. Go over there and click on support and be a part of the Patreon faithful. Shout out to those guys. Alrighty, well, with each and every podcast, we always open the door to listener mail. Our address, as always, is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Has never changed, really, since we started this carry-on. So, um, yeah, well, I have to give a shout-out to everyone who's contacted us recently and talked about the last couple of episodes of the podcast, actually. Uh, Shout-out to everyone who's messaged us in and said thank you for the Kids With Cancer Night uh, podcast. A lot of people really enjoyed that, with a lot of great music being played there. And, um, yeah, shout-out to the Inverary lads who gave us an interview on the dance floor. A lot of folks actually went back and listened to that again, uh, which and they found it hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there you go and so yeah shout out to the kids with cancer night podcast that was quite a fun episode to put together and also for last week's pod as well where we chatted with a gold medal winning tenor drummer yeah danielle hamilton cooper you can go and check that out last week so yeah thanks to everyone who's emailed us in and commented on those episodes and a lot of people just saying that it was great and really enjoyed it so thank you everyone uh, however didn't want your emails read out on the pod but there you are yeah i'll give the general gist of it uh, but yes if you do have any commentary at all on you know the podcast especially when you're either enjoying it or even if you're hating it and not enjoying the podcast at all and you want us to change it then let us know that we can't improve things around here without any active feedback so yeah we would love to have your feedback on the show if you love it hate it otherwise email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com that address again bigrabshow at gmail.com there you are i'm sure you have it memorized by now 
Alrighty, well, with listener mail, when it's behind us, yeah, you guessed it, the next part of the show, it's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Practice. Yep, this week's word of the week is practice, and for good reason. Yeah, it's normally around this time of year uh, where people are furiously working behind the scenes. And hmm, it's kind of came to light with myself recently that you can't instantly get good at something just because you will it to be. That it does tick work. And uh, (laughs) the reason it's become apparent to me is because... Well, I've lifted the sticks again this past week. And, you know, I've been a drummer of like 30 plus years now. And I should normally be able to lift the sticks and just start thumping out the six eights, the reels, the jigs, whatever. It should still be able to play them whenever I want to. But I very quickly realized it's been a good while since I've had the sticks in my hands and I've actually sat down to try to play some six eight scores and realized, um, yeah, it, the rust is real, and um, you could very well tell that I haven't been practicing any drumming at all for months and months and months. So, um, yeah, the importance of practice cannot be overstated. And I do know that at the moment bands are practicing furiously now, possibly two, three times per week now, uh, especially bands that are going to be in concerts and stuff like that or have parades and events coming up. A lot of bands are furiously practicing behind the scenes and getting ready for this incoming season. So just to let you all know that if you are dealing with your own personal practice, Keep it up. Yeah, I know it can be a bit of a difficult slog, especially during these months where we're all, yeah, kind of isolated and we're not competing against our mates. But uh, trust me, the work that you put in now, the practice and all that hard work that you put in now will absolutely pay dividends when those brogues finally hit the grass and you can thump out those big tunes with the best of them. So, yeah, this week's word of the week is practice. And for good reason, I think I will definitely be practicing a lot more to bring my hands back up to speed of where they once were. Um, They may not be quite up to speed as what they once were when I was in my early 20s, but uh, hey, I can can wish, can't I? (laughs) Oh, I can only try, but yeah, I can only be accomplished through practice and yeah, I'll have to get back on that practice horse again, I reckon. Anyway, there you go. So that's this week's Word of the Week. Okay, so Word of the Week is out of the way. Time to get into the next favourite part of our show, actually, and that is Weekly Drone. Now, I did say to you, we had a bit of a, yeah, we had a huge amount of Weekly Drones over this last while. Uh, So we're still sort of playing catch-up. So, JD, what's this week's Weekly Drone, man? It's the Weekly Drone. The world's grade one arena. One thing that's really annoying when I see the Grade 1 Arena at Glasgow Green is the amount of empty seats. Going to the Worlds for so many years, I understand that spectators, especially bandsmen and women, like to filter between the tuning area and the arena. But if the seats were a bit cheaper, they could get more people in the stands. It adds to atmosphere seeing a good capacity in there. It seems to be getting worse as the years go on. 
Ah, yeah, Weekly Droner. That arena and the arena seating has always been a bit of a topic here on the show. And yes, I'd have to agree with you. It does seem to be gradually getting worse. Now, I have to stress that the World Championships that was held last year was post-pandemic, and we were rebuilding our piping scene. Now, obviously, it's not going to reach the same dizzying heights as what we had in 2019 before everything went to pot. Uh, But, yeah, I do take your opinion there, because whenever you watch back at a lot of the World Championship videos that you can get on the BBC uh, website, you know, you get all these really dramatic camera angles and everything, but it, it does nothing to hide the sheer amount of empty seats in that grandstand. And it really is kind of glaringly obvious that a lot of those seats haven't been sat in. And, yeah, I would urge as well that, you know, the Worlds in 2022 was in a a very hot day, both days actually. And, um, yeah, sitting out in the baking sun where that arena was, was very unforgiving. And I know a lot of people who had actually purchased tickets to go and sit in the arena all weekend, both the Friday and the Saturday, but they just couldn't do it. They couldn't sit in that sunlight for that length of time uh, you know, because very little shelter and they'd end up with sunstroke, all sorts of craziness. Uh, so they decided against it, instead deciding to stand on the cheap seats, um, you know, with everybody else, hoping to catch a note or two on the air. But uh, yeah, there, there was shelter over there. You know, that big tree that happened, you know, just there whenever bands exit. Yeah, a lot of people seem to congregate there because of the, the shelter and the shade from the, the sun. So, I don't know. Weather could well have played a factor as well. But yes, I do take your point that making those uh, you know seats in the grandstands, making them cheaper, making them more available could be a possible solution. Yeah, I do take your argument there. However, I do know that all of those grandstand seats sell out pretty quickly. As soon as those tickets do become available, they're snapped up and they're gone. And then on the day of the World Championships, when you walk through the gate and you attempt to sit in the grandstand, you're pretty much told no. Uh, All these seats are spoken for unless you have a special wristband or a ticket or something to allow you in. Um, So that's been my experience anyway. This could be stuff that Rab got wrong. Uh, But yeah, it has been a little bit of a a difficult one to solve, I guess. Uh, Yes, I completely understand that seeing that on the camera with all of those empty seats, yeah, it doesn't really shine it in its best light, does it? Yeah, it, it kind of gives it a bit of a bad look that, you know, here we are, here's Inverary coming on the line, playing their huge medley selection, and there's maybe a half dozen people sitting in the in the seats. It's, it's a bit weird. I do understand where you're coming from, and it is a concern, obviously, but how you crack that one, I've just no idea, but it's down to the organisers, I guess, to try and move things around and change things and perhaps get more people in those seats. Yeah, that's, yeah. I guess we'll see how that one develops, but uh, you can clearly see that the amount of people standing in the cheap seats area, yeah, that place is packed. You're easily 10, 12 people deep, and you're very lucky if you hear anything, if you're standing right at the very back. Um, so, yeah, there's clearly a demand, just not a lot of people wanting to sit in the grandstand. Yeah, we are. It's an interesting one, Weekly Droner, but we do appreciate your input. Thank you very much. And if you do have your own particular opinions, or indeed moans and drones, you can send them in to us. BigRabShow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. There's a big button right at the top of the page where you can send us in all your thoughts and feelings completely anonymously. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about it here in the pod. I thought that was an interesting one there this week about the Grade 1 Arena. Interesting one. Yeah. Just not sure how to crack that one, though. That's a difficult one. Yeah.
Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration. Proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection, the dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab for a 30-day free trial. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi Rob, what's the crack this week? 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 Hey Rob, what's the crack this week? So, yeah, the crack this week, well... Yeah, in case you've been living under a stone, it's been St. Patrick's Day over the weekend. There's been loads of piping and drumming action all across the globe celebrating St. Patrick's Day. We'll talk more about that, of course. Plus, there's also been bagpipes in some very interesting settings where you wouldn't normally see bagpipes. Uh, So, yeah, we'll talk about Ross Ainsley and others who have been placing bagpipes in a new place yeah, we'll talk more about that, of course, in What's the Crack. Uh, so, we have a wealth of uh, tour announcements from a lot of bands in the Celtic and folk scene. We have brand new music from Aurora, of course, we'll talk about that. We also have brand new music from the Red Hot Chili Pipers, and we'll talk about that as well. Also, of course, we have a birthday celebration that we definitely have to give a mention to this week. We'll get into that as well. Uh, plus, of course, we have that huge news story that dropped this past week about the cancellation of Highland Dancing at the World Championships. Hmm. We'll unpack that one as well. We have further news about the competition in Maxville, about how we're now starting to see more bands entering. And that's shaping up to be quite a competition. We'll talk about that. Yeah, there's just a wealth of great stuff that happened over the course of the weekend at St. Patrick's Day. Of course, all the rugby matches and stuff. Uh, But yeah, a lot to get into in this week's news and updates. So yeah, what's the crack this week? There's so much to get into. So that's basically what the crack is. (laughs) Alrighty, let's get into the news stories good and proper, shall we? McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One of a kind instruments crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes, 
Born in Scotland, made in the USA. All right, let's kick off with our lead story, I guess, for What's the Crack this week. People putting bagpipes where they aren't normally bagpipes. Uh, I have to give a shout to Ross Ainsley, as we mentioned there on Watch the Crack, uh, because he put up quite a viral video over the course of the weekend there. I don't know if you guys managed to see this, uh, but he was playing um, Forgot About Dre on bagpipes. <laughs> it's a long story, this one, uh, but Ross Ainsley um, was in sunny Glasgow for whenever Snoop Dogg was to fly into Glasgow for his gig in Glasgow City. So, yeah, in case you don't know who Snoop Dogg is, yeah, he's a huge rap artist, world famous. Uh, so, yeah, Snoop D O Double G was there in Glasgow, and Ross Ainsley was on the yeah he was on the airstrip as he landed, and yeah, waiting for Snoop to get off the plane, he started playing pipes for him for his arrival. Uh, it was all very cool, uh, but Ross decided not just to play your usual Scotland the Brave, you know, the, the usual kind of fare. He decided to play an actual Snoop Dogg song. So, yeah, he played "Forgot About Dre." So. Th- <laughs> Wow, is all I could say. It was so, so much fun. And it went absolutely viral. It was all around the world. Uh, Once the video was seen of Snoop Dogg getting off the plane and then dancing to the bagpipes, it was very cool. Uh, So, um, yeah, it was all across the national news and international news. So shout out to Ross Ainsley for that. That was very cool. Now, for those of you interested, you can go along and check out Ross Ainsley Music on his socials. He shared out all the video of that moment. And, of course, he's also shared out a bit of a piping challenge. uh, Because playing that tune, uh, which isn't designed for bagpipes, let's say, uh, was was definitely a challenging thing to do and accomplish. And he did it. Uh, So he is now transcribed it he's written it and has challenged other pipers out there to take up his piping challenge to try and play this rap tune on the bagpipes and some people have yeah so shout out to my own piping shooter andrew shilliday go on andrew yeah he's managed to step up to the challenge and recorded a quick video of him playing it uh have yet to see any others challenge it you know take up the challenge but there has been others saying that they will give it a go uh, so yeah shout out to ross ainsley that was so much fun, seeing bagpipes where they aren't normally bagpipes, playing a, a, a hip-hop song. That, very, very cool. Now, I have to give a shout-out to our Patreon faithful, by the way, who will get an exclusive interview with Ross Ainsley all about this story as we get to hear exactly how it all happened. So that's up there on Patreon. Uh, so if you do want to go and check out that interview uh, with Ross Ainsley and hear all about that story uh, with his encounter with Snoop Dogg and it's quite a story. Uh, you can go up to Patreon and have a joke at that. Yeah, at your leisure. There you are. Shout out to the Patreon faithful. There you go. All right. I also have to give a mention to the Chemical Brothers. Don't know if you folks managed to spot this one. Again, bagpipes and that where it shouldn't be. Um, so, <laughs> the Chemical Brothers released a brand new video uh, for their latest track called No Reason. And now this is called the Neon Marching Band video. Now, whenever you watch this, it's very difficult to kind of pick out who these actual people are. But we do have it on good authority that we do have Grant Cassidy from the Red Hot Chilies. He's there. We also have Gareth McLees. Yeah. Lead tipper of the Field Marshal is in this Chemical Brothers video. Not only that, but we also have Klaus Kelt, Pipe Band's drum major and member of the Rab Show team, James Kennedy is in this video as well. Yeah, he's drum majoring in it. So, yeah, you would need to have an eagle eye to try and pick out who is who. But 
James Kennedy does stand out because he is the only drum major in this video. So, yeah, if you're a Chemical Brothers fan, of course, you've probably already seen this video. But for us piping fans, you probably haven't seen it. Uh, but, yeah, we on The Rab Show, of course, have shared it out there everywhere. I'm sure a lot of people are wondering why. But just for that reason, there's a lot of people from our piping world who are involved in this video from the Chemical Brothers. I know, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have to get James Kennedy on the show, or even Gareth and that as well, to have a chat with us and tell us how this came about, how they were involved with the Chemical Brothers, and how they even came about, oh, right, okay, we're going to make a video. Let's go and ask James Kennedy to do a drum majoring for us. It's odd. It's, we just don't know how it all happened. So we'd love to know the story. So, yeah, we're going to have to catch up with these folks and find out the behind the scenes of how all this came about. But for your information, you can go along to the Rab Show social media right now. We have shared out the link to the Chemical Brothers video. Um, dance music and stuff. The Chemical Brothers, it's not normally my cup of tea, but this is quite a cool video, if I'm honest. Very entertaining, and it's great to see our piping folk represented in that. So, yeah, Chemical Brothers, there you are. Yeah, go and check that out. That, their latest video called No Reason. Excellent stuff. All right. Now, I did mention a birthday celebration that we definitely have to mention on the show, and that is to Bill Livingston. Yes, Bill Livingston celebrated his his 81st birthday this past week. Yeah. Now, there was a bit of a a breaking news story, I guess, on bagpipe.news, where Bill got quite an interesting birthday message from a Harry Potter actress. Yeah, did you spot this? Yeah, you can go to bagpipe.news and catch this story where a video was shared by the actress Miriam Margoyles. Now, I'm not a huge Harry Potter you know, fan of that. I'm not quite sure of the character she plays. Uh, but yeah, she recorded a video message to wish Bill a happy birthday. And she talks about her love of the bagpipes as well. Uh, so you can go and check that out. It's up there now on bagpipe.news. Very happy birthday to Bill Livingston, 81 years young. So yeah, the many, many happy returns. So you can go and check that out, bagpipe.news, uh, all wishing Bill Livingston a very happy birthday. Very cool indeed. All right. Now, I did tell you that there's been tour announcements aplenty, and there has been so many that it's been difficult to keep up with here on Rab Show. It is normally around this time of year where we do see a lot of bands in our Celtic and folk scene. They, yeah, they announce various different tours to carry them over through the summer months into the winter months. And there's been a lot. So we've done what we can to keep up with all of them. Uh, There may have been some that we've missed, however. So if you are aware of some bands out there who have announced summer tours and stuff, please do let us know because chances are we've either shared it or we haven't. Uh, So please do send those in to us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. We always love to know about any upcoming gigs and whether we can help promote them indeed. All right. So, let's give a mention to some bands that have announced big tours, of course. Uh, Brayback have announced a massive UK tour with dates all across. So, yeah, way too many to mention. All through May and June. So, yeah, go and check out Brayback on their social media for all of those updates. Also have to mention Man Ran as well have also, yeah, announced their big spring-summer tour. And this runs all the way up through September. So, Dates are plenty. They're all over the place. And then after that, I think, well, it says here in April, they're even heading across to Germany. So many dates for Manran. Brilliant to see them back on stage again, thumping out the tunes. And it's great to see the Celtic and folk scene thriving at the moment. So, yeah, a lot of bands out on tour, yeah, playing tunes of plenty. That's very, so, yeah, oh, so good, so good. Right. <clears throat> 
I also promised you some brand new music from Rora. And of course, on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, Rora finally, yeah, <laughs> finally, we've been waiting for this for a while, released their brand new album called Dusk Moon. Yeah, oh, this album is simply incredible. If you haven't caught up with Rora yet, this is a good place to start. It's so, what's the word to use? Ethereal? I think I've heard used before that, you know, they present like musical dreamscapes. You know, you can listen to this and absolutely zone out. And then, oh, they take you on a real musical journey. Some of this stuff on here, some blistering piping, whistle playing, Fiddle play. Oh man, it's such an incredible album. So go and check it out. Rora Dusk Moon. And of course, as part of the release of Dusk Moon, Rora have released a UK tour and uh, hopefully some international dates as well to help support the release of this album. So for fans of Rora, go and check them out on their socials and of course on Bandcamp if you can as well and go and help support them. Go and purchase your copy of Dusk Moon now and avoid disappointment. As you will definitely want a copy of this album in your collection. It certainly gets the Big Rab Show seal of approval. Alright? There you go. It has it. The Big Rab Show seal of approval for Rora's brand new album, Dusk Moon. You need it. Alright? <laughs> Alright, so there you go. Go and check that out. Rora on their website, Bandcamp, everywhere. They're, they're all over the place. Now, I also said that there was brand new music released from the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Yeah, to help celebrate 20 years on the road, the Red Hot Chili Pipers have released a live album. And it's, well, very simply titled 20 Years Live on the Road. Uh, So, yeah, no bells and whistles needed. Uh, Very straightforward, but it's such a great album. It is all live tracks, and they have released it exclusively, from what I can see here, uh, exclusively on Spotify. So you can actually go and stream this entire album of 21 tracks, all of the Chili's, playing live so yeah for red hot chili pepper fans you just couldn't ask for better 21 tracks in total uh, celebrating their 20 years on the road so go and check that out red hot chili pipers on spotify and if we are aware of any other releases whether you can actually buy a cd of it or not then yeah we'll certainly let you know but we do know that the red hot chili pipers are currently over there in the united states doing a u.s tour uh, so perhaps whenever they return to the uk they'll be able to release it uh, properly for purchase but i guess we'll have to wait and see there but there you go shout out to the chilies uh, i know you're all over there having the best crack enjoying yourselves um, they apparently the last uh, run of gigs this past week has been insane and the crowds have been very very receptive i think a lot of people really loving some chili pipers action so there you go shout out to the chilies great to hear that the tour is going so well folks and uh, yeah go and check out that brand new album released on spotify there you are okay i have to give a mention to well I'm going to declare an interest here. This is the pipe band where I started my pipe band career uh, when I was the tender age of nine years old. (laughs) Just down the road from me, actually, in Castle Dawson uh, in Mid-Ulster, the Queen Elizabeth pipe band uh, put out an announcement saying that they are hoping to reform and they're now looking for brand new members. Now, this is across the board. They're looking pipers, drummers, the whole shebang. So if you are interested in competing with the newly formed Queen Elizabeth Pipe Band, then you can go and contact them. They, yeah, through ourselves here on the Big Rab Show, of course, plus they've provided mobile telephone numbers, or you can even call into their band hall in Castle Dawson Main Street on a Tuesday night at 7.30. There you are. So it's great to see Queen Elizabeth Pipe Band have been off the road now for quite a number of years. Uh, I think the last time I seen Queen Elizabeth in competition was in grade 4A, perhaps. 
I don't know. This could be stuff that Rab got wrong. But it was a good number of years ago. So it's brilliant to see uh, you know, bands like this that have been off the road for quite a number of years are trying to make a return. Excellent stuff. Now, speaking of that, we did get some listener mail a while ago talking about Bally Breast pipe bands and whether they'll actually be hitting the competition circle or not. To date, we haven't heard any like official announcements yet whether Bally Breast will be back again. Hashtag Team Breast. But yeah, absolutely. It is our hope that we can get as many bands back on the grass as possible. Uh, so if we do hear any official updates from Bally Breast Pipe Band, uh, yeah, we will certainly let you folks know uh, because we would be very excited to see them back on the grass again. Absolutely. They were a cracking band. and I can't wait to see them back again. So yeah, I do. I am hopeful. I do hope to see them back. Uh, so I guess we'll have to wait and see on that front. But yeah, we'll keep our eyes across that story. And if, yeah... If they are back on the grass, we'll certainly let you folks know. Indeed. If you're aware of any other pipe band, for that matter, that are trying to struggle out and trying to recruit and all of that type of stuff to get back on the grass again, then please do let us know. We are aware that there's a good number of bands out there that aren't competing at the moment due to a lack of numbers. However, if they're trying to push back out again and bolster the ranks, then do let us know. The Big Rab Show matchmaking service is definitely still in full flow, and you can always email us in if you are interested in playing or if you're a band that's interested in recruiting. Our email address... BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. There you go. Alrighty. Okay, now there's going to be far too many bands here for me to be able to give enough time to give them all a shout on the show this week. Alright, there's been so many pipe bands who have been involved in St. Patrick's Day celebrations all across the globe, and we have received photographs, selfies, messages are plenty from all of you and i have to say a huge thank you we've done our best to try and share them all out there on our socials uh special shout out goes to list big pipe band who sent us in their annual selfie they managed to do it every year so thank you to list big for sending that in and shout out to louise smiten as well uh their drum major there who, who snapped the selfie for us uh but yeah we do get selfies of plenty and you know shots of the bands and all oil out on parade and stuff it's just great to see so Shout out to the Major Sinclair Memorial, Kildog Pipe Band, Down Academy. Uh, come on, there's way too many. I'm going to start missing people out. People get angry at me because I didn't give their band a shout. But yeah, there's been way too many bands all across the world. Yeah, just if you played at a St. Patrick's Day gig, just to know, shout out to you guys. Hope you all had the best possible St. Patrick's Day weekend. I do know for some bands, actually, that it's still going. <laughs> Yeah, St. Patrick's Day is not just a day anymore now for pipers and drummers. It seems to carry over a couple of weeks' worth of celebrations in some cases. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to all of you. If you're still playing uh, St. Patrick's Day gigs, then... Hey, good luck to you all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shout out to the Charleston Pipe Bands, uh, Waken District. Um, oh, come on, there's just way too many. Uh, right, I am going to start missing out people that say, Oh, you didn't give my band a shout. Well... Just to let you know that I'm giving you all a shout-out on the pod this week. If you were involved in St. Patrick's Day celebrations, then, hey, there you are. Hope you had the best crack. (laughs) It's a busy time of year, isn't it? A lot of bands use St. Patrick's Day as a great fundraising effort, I guess. These gigs help fund the rest of the season uh, for a lot of bands, especially in the U.S. Uh, So, yeah, hope you managed to make some bank so you can hit that competition circle again. Uh, So, yeah. Such a, a great weekend, seeing a lot of people playing some tunes and stuff, and uh, just enjoying their St. Patrick's Day weekend. Brilliant stuff. 
All right. Well, we're going from such positive news of music aplenty across the world, all celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Let's get into something a little negative then, shall we? Yes. The story broke there this past weekend from PipesDrums.com as they published the story that the RSPBA has cancelled the Highland Dancing Championships at the Worlds. Yeah. Now, this is quite an interesting one, and a lot of people believe that there's been... I don't know, a bit of a falling out here. Whenever this news story broke, we got a lot of correspondence to ourselves here at the Big Rab Show uh, saying, oh my goodness, has there been a falling out here between the dancing people and the piping people? Well, I can tell you, no, there hasn't been any falling out of any kind here. It is simply a financial decision. Whenever you do read the article from PipesDrums.com, it does kind of suggest that you know, the money was there to be able to pay for it. But according to the actual letter that was sent to them by the RSPBA, they outlined it, saying that they basically couldn't afford to run it at this year's World Championships. That's it. So, yeah, there is every hope that there will be Highland dancing at all of the other majors in the calendar. Uh, It just won't be at this year's Worlds. And hopefully, it is the hope that there they will return again (laughs) I could just about talk that they will return again for next year's world championships so yeah you can read that article on pipesdrums.com as you will and again you can draw your own conclusions Uh, but yeah the the dancing association as well have also put up uh, you know They've published the letter up on their social media and told people that if they do, you know, have any concerns or anything like that, to direct them to the RSPBA who have made this decision. Uh, So, yeah, it's unfortunate, I guess. I do know that the dancing world uh, do have quite a presence at the World Championships each year. And they do pull in quite a huge audience. You know, a lot of dancers, a lot of mums, dads, mums, dads, aunts, uncles, and dancing fans all coming on to check out that action. And then at the end of the day, they check out the piping competition as well. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's sad to see, you know. But it's one of those things, you know, financial decisions do have to be made. And it's one of those, yeah, I guess, one of those things that just falls by the wayside, I guess. Anyway, uh, I'm not running the event. I don't know how the finances work, but yeah, it's my understanding that it was that decision was made for a financial reason, and uh, yeah, we have that decision, I guess. So we'll have to run forward. We'll hopefully see plenty of dancing uh, throughout this season, but just not at this year's Worlds. There you are. So hopefully it'll return next year. So we'll keep across that story uh, if there is any further developments about dancing at pipe band competitions. Uh, but yeah, we do hope to see that it'll increase. I guess there you are. Yeah, so from a bit of a negative news story, let's get to something a bit more positive, shall we? I did mention that the Maxville competition is continuing to develop, uh, yeah, out there in Chicago. And we have got news now that the city of Dunedin from Florida, of course, and the St. Thomas Alumni Pipe Band have also confirmed that they'll be making the trip to the competition in the 16th, 17th of June. So, two grade one big guns there to juke it out. So, that's going to be exciting. Uh, So, yeah, this is shaping up to be quite a huge competition. The Chicago Games is kind of pegged as being one of the biggest in the calendar there in the US. And it's always been one that us and the Big Rab Show have always... Yeah, we've always would love to go to it, I guess. But because of its placement in the calendar, it's always been a bit challenging. But, hey, who knows? We may go to a future one. So, hmm. I don't know, I'm going to plant a wee acorn. If there is an open invitation for us in the Rab Show to go, we'd absolutely love to. Uh, but yeah, this is shaping up to be quite a big one. I think the entries for last year's uh, competition uh, was kind of down 
uh, from you know being post pandemic and everything that you know, numbers were down slightly, but they are hoping for them to increase again this year in 2023. So there has been an article published on pipesdrums.com about the entire Midwest Pipe Island Association. Uh, list of competitions that they have ahead of them uh, all kicking off on the 6th of May with the St. Louis uh, Highland Games so yeah, the, the Chicago Highland Games attracting some grade 1 big guns is certainly some great news now they're also going to be having both an MSR and medley competition so that's, yeah, that'll give bands a good run out midway through the season in time, yeah to polish things up for their world championship run, yeah, so could well be perfectly placed there so yeah, if you are interested, Go along. You can check that out, pipesdrums.com, that article about the upcoming games in Maxville. Uh, so really looking forward to that. It's shaping up to be quite a huge competition, actually. So, yeah, if you're going to Maxville, we're incredibly jealous. We would love to be there with you, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that mean a transatlantic flight for us. But, hey, we're hoping you guys have the best crack over there in Maxville. That is shaping up to be quite a cool competition for sure. So, one final bit of news just before we get into this week's uh, dates for your diary and stuff. Uh, We've been following this story now for a while, where months ago it was talked about BBC Radio Scotland were looking at their lineup and they were talking about specialist music programmes such as Pipeline and what the possible future would be for that show. Now, we do know that following a Scottish parliamentary hearing to defend the programme, we were hoping for the best that it would actually be kept. Uh, But, hmm, what we've seen, even following an online petition of over 10,000 signatures and a parliamentary hearing, the BBC have decided to pull the plug. Now, this is absolutely gutting, I have to say, and our heart goes out to the host and to everyone there, at the Pipeline Show, we are huge fans here in the Rab Show. Uh, uh, yeah, shout out to Gary West, who's been on here in the Rab Show before many times. It's just heartbreaking. Gary has been the host of that show now for 20, 21, 22 years now, I think. Uh, it's been a long time. And, it, yeah, it's just honestly heartbreaking to see the end of an era. So the Pipeline Show will broadcast its final show on April 1st and will be replaced, apparently, with a brand new programme, which will also, you know, it'll incorporate both the Gaelic language with their Carnlith programme, but also the Pipeline Show. So it'll be a new sort of hybrid programme covering both everything from the Gaelic language and all of that traditional singing and stuff, and, and then with the piping world as well. Now, as to what this programme will look like and sound like, We've absolutely no idea, uh, but it's just kind of heartbreaking news that this is the end of an era for a bit of a milestone in BBC Radio Scotland's lineup, I guess. So I know I'm throwing my own opinion out here, but it's one of those things. It's change. Uh, we're always fearful of change, I guess. And uh, yeah, it, it is an end of an era, I guess. So to Gary West and everyone there in the production team who are involved in making such an incredible show, all of us here in Rab Show team, we just want to send out our sympathies. It's just awful news. And uh, But thank you all for thoroughly entertaining us for over the years. There's been some cracking shows with some blistering performances that uh, you know were exclusive to the Pipeline show. And we would never have heard that music if it wasn't without that show, you know? So, 
I don't know. It's an end of an era, I guess. You can read all about it, of course, again on pipesdrums.com. They seem to have got the majority of stories this week, don't they? Um, but yeah, you can read more about it, of course, on social media where we've provided various different bits of commentary and stuff about the end of the show. Now, as to what the future will hold for Gary West and co and the production team, we've just no idea. Uh, we have had various different bits of quotes and stuff. Even at the end of this article, it does say that Gary West and co will be planning to launch an independent podcast uh, with guest sessions and stuff, uh, focusing on the live element of music. Uh, So we're looking forward to that. You know, Gary West producing a podcast can only be a really good thing, in my opinion. So, yeah, absolutely. I cannot wait to see it whenever it drops. So, of course, we'll be telling you folks where to go. Tune in and go and catch it. Uh, Yeah, it's definitely going to be worth catching for sure, in my opinion. There you are. So we'll keep our eye out for that. But it is kind of sad news, the end of an era. So we do hope that you will all tune in to that final episode on April 1st on BBC Radio Scotland and catch the final Pipeline programme. There you are. Well, with that in mind, time for me now to finally go and get the pen and paper out, I guess. (laughs) I guess it's time for dates for your diary. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The bass and tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Indeed. So, get the pen and paper out. Time for Dates for Your Diary. There's a lot happening, folks, so let's get into it. Kicking off, of course, tomorrow, the 23rd of March, at the National Piping Centre, we're heading to go and see the RCS BMUS Piping Degree Showcase. Yeah, so if you do want to go and catch the latest piping action from the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland, now's your chance. Tickets are a tenner, and you can dander in through the door for this in-person event. For full information, you can go to the National Piping Centre's website. It's all up there now, uh, all the details about tomorrow's event. So, yeah, go and check that out. Uh, right, and the following day, then, the 24th, 4th of March, we're heading to London Derry for the Mickey Daly Charity Night, which will be a night at the races being held in the Glen Bar, and all proceeds on the night will be going towards the Headway Head Injury Trust. So they are such a very worthy cause. So there you are. Hope to see you there. On the 1st of April, then, uh, well, I've mentioned this a few times on the pod now. The Chicago Pipe Band will be celebrating its 20th anniversary with a huge concert. For full information, of course, and where to get your tickets for that, again, you can check out the Chicago Pipe Band on all of their social media and their website, of course, as well. And hopefully there is still tickets available for that. So there you are. So that's all happening on the 1st of April in the Niles Memorial VFW. There you are. Shout out to the Chicago Pipe Band and their 20th anniversary concert. On the 1st of April, also, just to remind you, the Rafaux Pipe Band are having a Tractor Run fundraiser. If you are interested in heading to a Tractor Run and raising money for Rafaux Pipe Band, then go and have a look at all of their socials. They've shared out all the details there as well about that. There you go, for the Rafaux Pipe Band. 
Also, on the 1st of April uh, is the Balamoney Tattoo, where I will be presenting a huge charity tattoo in the centre of Balamoney, all to raise money uh, for the Community Rescue Service and for Macmillan Cancer as well. So looking forward to that. Uh, so that's going to be next weekend, 31st of March and 1st of April, the Balamoney Charity Tattoo. That's going to be a great event. Looking forward to that. And then also on the 1st of April, it's quite a busy day. Yeah, we have the Munster Solos, which is going to be taking place in the... Uh, now I'm going to pronounce this wrong... Is it the Courtney Boys Primary School in Gort Bay? I don't know. Or Gort Boy, sorry. See, they, the stuff that Rab got wrong. But yeah, it's in County Limerick. It's the Monster Solos. It's happening on the 1st of April. Yeah, for full information, you can go to the Monster Branch uh, website and their socials for all your details on how to get your entries in. Uh, but that's the 1st of April if you are interested in competing at the Monster Solos. Also, we have the Scottish Adult Solo Drumming Championship, which is also taking place on the 1st of April. Haven't forgot about that. This has that all-important pre-Worlds qualification spot available. So that's going to be a huge event for drummers. So, yeah, that's going to be held in the James Young High School in Livingston in Scotland. So the Scottish solos are happening on the 1st of April, as well as the Monster solos. There's a lot happening on the 1st of April, isn't there? Right. Moving on to the 2nd of April, then the following day, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland are celebrating their 20th anniversary, similar to the Chicago Pipe Band, and they're throwing a huge concert as well in the Usher Hall in Edinburgh. For full information, including tickets and all of that, you can go to the National Pipe and Centre's website, and of course, you can just find it on the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland social media, where they've been promoting it over the last few weeks. So, yeah, a huge anniversary concert to be held in the Usher Hall in Edinburgh. Really looking forward to that. There you are. So, that takes you up to the 2nd of April. That's a lot to take in there, folks. And that we're only just into the 2nd of April. There's a lot more to unpack this piping season and a lot more dates for your diary to come. So, there you are. That's it for this week, though. There you go. Alrighty. Well, at this point in the show, you guessed it. <laughs> it's finally time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the Topic of the Week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah, yes indeed. Time for Topic of the Week. And this week's topic is quite an unusual one. All right, we're talking about hobbies outside of piping and drumming. Now, bear with me on this one. There is a point to this conversation, other than just sharing what our hobbies are, I guess. But uh, there is a point to this conversation. Uh, But yes, ourselves and Rab Show, uh, we put it out on our socials earlier today, talking about that we will be talking about hobbies outside of piping and drumming. Do you guys have any hobbies? Outside of the piping world. Well, <clears throat> to say the least, you folks have a wealth of hobbies outside of the piping world. So we're going to go through all of these. Now, the reason we're doing so is because we do have a point towards the end of this conversation. But let's just run through some hobbies, shall we? There's quite a dose of them here. Now, first of all, of course, I posed the question to the Big Rab Show team. And they've shared with me a lot of their hobbies. Now, I did say that whether there were hobbies outside of the piping world. Uh, so Andrew Shilliday, uh, as you guys know, is a yeah a fantastic piper and amazing tutor. Uh, but he says that outside of bagpiping, he loves to 
Snare drum. Yeah, he, he also plays the snare as well. <laughs> so when he's not piping, he's drumming. <laughs> so I guess you could call that a hobby, Andrew. But yeah, it's still within the same piping and drumming world, I guess. But hey, that's what he loves. So I guess that's that's a good enough answer, I guess. Uh, so that could be a point, I suppose. There could be a lot of pipers out there who also drum. But in my case, there could be a lot of drummers who also pipe now. Yeah, so... It's a fair point to make. That could be seen as a, as a hobby, as a side, I guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, I have to give a shout to other members of the team. James Kennedy, he mentioned that he plays football, or soccer, as it's known. Uh, so, yeah, whenever the pipe band season finishes, he goes and plays soccer, football. Yeah, and then whenever the football season finishes, pipe band season starts. So that keeps him busy all the way through. Uh, so, Deej McIntosh, of course, he talks about, well, one of his biggest hobbies is Lego. Believe it or not, he loves building Lego sets. And he did comment to say that, yeah, it could be more expensive a hobby than bagpiping and drumming. Uh, because you could spend an absolute fortune on Lego if you wanted to. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to Deej. You have my every sympathy there, mate. Uh, so, yeah, but Lego's quite a cool one, actually. Yeah, you can get some real cool-looking sets for sure. And you can spend forever collecting them, too. Awesome stuff. Well, yeah. And so, we've also got a golfer on the Big Rab Show team. Yeah, have to give a shout out to Adrian, who's a, a golfer. Any chance he gets, uh, if he does have an opportunity, uh, when he's not spending time with the friends and family, uh, then yeah, he loves to escape for a game of golf, I guess. So let's get into the comments that we have here on social media. And then I'll also get into my own personal hobbies as well. Don't know whether you'll be interested or not, uh, but they we will tie all of this together with a big bow at the end and you will understand why. So, I have to give a shout-out to Alistair Murray, uh, who we know is a fantastic bagpiper in his own right, but he does have a hobby, of course, of showing dogs. Yeah, we do know that he keeps dogs and takes them to dog shows. So that's a hobby outside of piping. There you are. Uh, so, Susan Nicholson said, Apart from piping, I enjoy knitting, using my sewing machine as I make my own curtains, bedding, interior decor, and cross-stitch. And I like to bake as well. There you go, Susan. I'm very busy. Uh, Shout out to to Austin. Austin Dippenhorst. Austin! There you go. He says, I don't have much time outside of working and piping, uh, but I enjoy long walks, hiking when I can, eating out, and the beach for time to time. There you are. So, shout out to Austin. Awesome stuff. Uh, So, Scott Cunningham got in contact. Hi, Scott. How's it going, mate? He says, darts. Playing darts and watching darts. And also, he has a, a collection of Simon Whitlock darts. Yeah, and he shared a photograph with us there. So, darts is an interesting one. There you go. That's not an easy sport to master, for sure. Hmm. There you are. So, yeah, shout out to Scott. That's a good one. Uh, Susan has got in contact with us saying, Horseback riding, uh, hiking, gardening, and traveling. And she took a photograph with her horse. They sent it in to us. There you go. Thank you, Susan, for that. Uh, so, we also got Kelsey Drummond. It said, Historical costuming. Now, that's a new one for me. I haven't heard of this. Historical costuming. Is that like those people at the competition we seen um, last year in the US, uh, out in San Francisco, when they were like dressing up in period costume and stuff, like running about with big broadswords and stuff? Is that what that is, Kelsey? I don't know, but hey, if that's your hobby, cool. <laughs> you have fun with it. Uh, so there's Keith Miller as well. He said, is there a life outside of piping and drumming? And no, not really. <laughs> 
All right, now we're getting through this, but trust me, there is there is a reason. Uh, so we got Alistair McLaren, of course, a good friend of the show. He's been on previous episodes here as well. Uh, so pipe major of Wapol, the Western Australian Police Pipe Band, of course. And yeah, he says he does crazy things. And he sent us a photograph of him competing in an Ironman competition. Uh, so yeah, quite a dedicated sport there to be being able to compete in an Ironman takes a lot of work. So shout out to Alistair McLaren there. That's yeah, definitely. We couldn't agree with you more for doing crazy things there. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mark O'Donnell who said, "Does drinking count?" <laughs> um, I don't know if that's a hobby. Um, yeah, but it's certainly a pastime, I guess. Yeah. So shout out to Mark. Uh, good luck with your hobby, mate. Uh, do please do drink responsibly. There you go. So, shout out to JD, our own voice of Weekly Drone. He commented to say that long walks on the beach, whiskey tasting, making cocktails, collecting maps. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Collecting maps. I like current maps or old maps, stuff like that. Ooh, interesting. Also, he said learning languages. Now, there's a tricky one. Yeah, for a period of time, I did try to learn how to speak Japanese. Yeah, and uh, well, that that was short-lived, I think, because I could barely speak English, never mind Japanese. But it was interesting. Uh, it goes on to say, all of which can conveniently be tied back to bagpipes in one way or another. Shh, JD, you're going to give away this week's topic, mate. Shush. Uh, but <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, some interesting hobbies there. Uh, we, have got, we got one here from Seamus. Uh, he just says, shooting, a lot of shooting. <laughs> Shooting? Okay. Uh, it goes on to say beer drinking too, but not all at the same time. Well, thank goodness, Seamus. That's a, that's a good thing. Um, good luck with those hobbies, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got one from Pat McGuire who said golf and plenty of it. Yes, we, we do know quite a number of golfers, actually. Uh, shout out to Bruce Gandy, who actually, he, I know he's quite a prolific golfer. And as we met him in the competition there in San Francisco at Monterey, he did have a set of clubs with him. Uh, who did, he did say to us that after the competition that he did hope to catch a game or two uh, because there was a nearby golf course where we were staying in the hotel. And he said it's quite good. And he was looking forward to playing a round or two. So, hey. A lot of dedicated golfers in the piping world, it would seem. There you are. So moving on, we had Brian Kelly, who said, playing and investigating other instruments and music in order to make your piping and drumming better. Ah, see, Brian? Hey. For example, studying flamenco rhythm through clapping. Oh, yes, all the... All that stuff, cool. Yeah, there you go, Brian. Love that. Uh, we got one here from Misty. Misty Lane, who said, geocaching. What? Now, I had to Google this. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't know what geocaching was. Uh, but apparently it's an app that you can put on your phone and you can find, like, treasure around the place that people hide. And they mark it on this app, like a little map thing, and then you can run around in your local area and you find all these what they call geocaches. That's quite interesting. And uh, um, I'd be into that. That's quite fun. Um. So, yeah, get you out into nature, running about the place, trying to find a geocache. That's quite fun there, and I like that one. Geocaching. Yeah. On to the next one. We had Will Ingram, of course. He said disc golf. Disc golf. Not just regular golf, but disc golf. Yeah, I have never played that. Yeah, well, I'm interested now. Uh, so And also trying to find out how J.D. Ingram <laughs> and I are related. 
The jury's out on that one. There you go, Will. Uh, so I don't know if you are related to JD or not, but there you go. JD's a legend. All right, shout out to Sue Kennedy, who said skiing, hiking, cycling, and traveling. That's Whoa, that's a lot there. Yeah, fair play, Sue. Uh, Ken McDonald said soccer twice a week after the kids are in bed. There you are. Are you starting to see a bit of a picture here, folks? There's a lot here. A lot of sporty people. Uh, let me see. Jeff Dyer said he plays in a darts league. league. There you go. Awesome. Uh, CJ said that he recently picked up Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu again after a 10-year hiatus. Apparently needed something to get around the desk job, school, and bagpiping. There you are. So, yeah, it's good for the health there. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, hopefully you're not getting any cauliflower ears, though. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you, CJ. That was great. Uh, Russell Smith then said, piping is not a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Absolutely. I agree. So Alan, Alan Holmes then says, hobbies outside of piping? What is this you speak of? So Yeah, I agree. So a lot of people saying that uh, piping and drumming is a hobby. And is there any such thing as a hobby outside of a hobby? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Uh, so we're hearing it here on the pod this week. Shout out to Eric Evanhaus. Eric Evanhaus! Who shares the same hobby as Deej McIntosh. So Deej, you're not alone. Yeah, Eric Evanhaus builds Legos. Yeah, there you go. So Lego's proven to be quite a popular one. There you are. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to all you Lego brick builders out there. Uh, that seems to be quite a popular one. Uh, shout out to Adam Vizza, who says, backcountry camping. Yeah, getting out amongst na- nature and camping it out. Good stuff. Uh, Rich Harvey says, baking. So I can bring snacks to band practice. <laughs> Well, that's a good one. Useful. Yeah. <laughs> I have to give a shout to Brian then. Uh, Brian Irby. He says, myself and several of my bandmates play Dungeons and Dragons regularly. Now, I've, I've heard of Dungeons and Dragons and I know how quite a cultural phenomenon it is, but I'm just not, I'm just not sure how it works. How do you play it? I, I just don't know. Is it a board game, a card game? Computer game, I don't know. I'm just not fully across what Dungeons & Dragons is. But I am aware that a lot of people play it regularly and are very passionate about it. So shout out to all you dungeon keepers out there. Yeah, the Dungeons & Dragons can be quite popular for a lot of folks, indeed. Uh, I have to give a shout to Marie-Claude Agangden, who said, uh, Knitting keeps my mind from obsessing over piping. Uh, for a minute or two, anyway. Yeah, so there you are. Shout out to Marie. Thank you for sending that. Uh, Colleen... Go on, Colleen, who said uh, ceramics. Ooh, now that's a new one. Ceramics, haven't heard of that. Yeah, so I, I guess making ceramics, painting, decorating, making, uh, there you go, ceramics. Interesting one. Shout out to Joe Hanlon, which is the, the one and the only one who has said this, fishing. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought fishing would be more popular. Uh, so Joe saying fishing, fishing, and I'll be a wee bit more fishing when not piping. There you go. So Joe Shout out to you, buddy. Uh, we also got a comment as well on our Instagram saying that there's people out there who like to restore old cars. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to find it here. Working on my Cadillac, or at least pretending I know what I'm doing. Uh, let me see. I'll try and find it here. Oh, professional radio guy. Yeah, this came from a comment on our Instagram account from Money Bagpipes. There you are. <laughs> so pretending to know how to fix my old Cadillac car. Interesting stuff. Uh, Shout out to Lone Star Piper. Hey, Jeremy. How's it going, mate? He said that it's a laundry list of things all banned in the UK. Uh, I'm guessing he's talking about shooting a a gun of some kind. There you are. Uh, (laughs) Shout out to Lone Star Piper. Yeah, there you are. (laughs) Enjoy your hobby, mate. Uh, So also, we're getting tons of comments saying that those are just all the ones that I've managed to pick out here of particular examples. I do want to talk to you about my own particular hobbies. 
Now, I do promise you, the end of this week's topic of the week, there is a reason behind talking about all of our hobbies here. We'll get to that. Now, you guys know that outside of bagpiping, I am a bit of an NFL fan, right? I, I do love following the NFL season because it does seem to coincide with the piping season. As the bagpiping world closes its doors in late August, early September, then the NFL season opens its doors and runs right the way through till February to the Super Bowl. And then after that, I'm at a bit of a loss until May when the piping season starts again. So I do fill my time with other hobbies, I guess. I am a massive nerd. All right, I'm going to profess this now. I'm a huge nerd. I do love uh, comic books. I love movies. I love, there's nothing I love more than getting into a bit of a TV series or show on Netflix or one of those kind of services. And I could get really sucked in and involved in some of the storylines and stuff. I have to say, I'm an absolutely massive, unfortunately, a massive Star Wars nerd. I'm sitting here looking at my two lightsabers that I bought on my latest vacation. Let me see. I'll get it out. Yep. Yep. And it makes noises and lights up and everything. Yeah. I'm doing visual stuff. Switch it off. Switch it off. Yep. I'm a massive Star Wars nerd. Uh, So, yeah. I'm looking at two lightsabers and a poster of Vader on the wall right now. So, yeah. Huge Star Wars nerd. Uh, So... I collect comic books as well. I collect uh, issues from The Punisher. The Punisher is my favorite Marvel character. I do collect issues of the Mar- uh, Marvel Punisher. Uh, so, yeah, and I guess I, I don't really do sports, though. I'm way too lazy for sports, uh, but I do love watching them. You know, every now and again, I would watch the Formula One. I would love watching the rugby, of course, this past weekend with Ireland winning the Grand Slam. Go on, Ireland! That was a lot of fun. Um, But, yeah, I do love sports. I can understand them, of course, being an NFL fan. I can absolutely follow the drama behind and why it's important to win and stuff. And, um, yeah, all these different hobbies that can pull us aside from outside of the piping scene, you know. Yeah, I love investigating new music as well from both the classical scene, the jazz, folk, trad, all of that including the metal scene, dance music scene, EDM, all of that kind of stuff, hip-hop, rap, all of it. I try to listen to as much music as I can, not only just from the piping scene, but all across the world, I guess. And, yeah, just try and widen my palate, I guess, you know? Uh, But, again, it's all with a view for one thing, and that is improving my appreciation for all things from the piping scene. Now... At this point, now that I have blethered all about my own particular hobbies of video games, movies, comics, blah, 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 all that stuff, and all of your amazing hobbies that you did mention there as well and that big list that we've just read, thank you everyone for sharing that with us. It's good to know that people do have other hobbies outside of the piping scene. And I would stress that having these hobbies is a good thing. Because our bagpiping scene can become ultra, ultra competitive and can be very stressful for people at times. Sometimes winning that trophy becomes an all-encompassing obsession. And the pursuit of perfection is what we're after in the bagpiping world. The sheer amount of, word of the week, practice that we put in every day, every week, every month, every year... It can't be underestimated the amount of time that we pour into the love of this music. And the constant striving for perfection is something that the piping world is famous for. 
We've had countless big names here on the show and we've asked them, have they ever had the perfect performance? You know, has there been any one standout moment to them? And everyone that we've talked to have always said that they've came close, but never once had that the perfect performance. There's no one that we've spoken to has ever said, yeah, the pipes played themselves and it was perfection. There's always room for improvement. And I think that's... That's what we love about this. Whenever you look at all the hobbies we just shared, all that list there, these are all hobbies that need you to work on them. All right, now think about that. Let's talk about the guys who build Lego. You know, you buy, you go to the store, you buy yourself a huge big Lego set, say, of the Millennium Falcon, the big Star Wars thing, right? And you take it home, it's like a billion pieces, and it takes you two, three weeks to build the thing. You've built it now. It's massive. It's class. It's got all these bits in it, and it's got lights and sounds and all this cool stuff. But it's built now. It's done. So you set it up on the shelf, you put it on display, and uh, what's your next thought? Your next thought, well, is that me done now? You know, I can step away. I'm never going to build Lego again. No. Your next thought is, okay, I'm going to go and buy another one. As Deej McIntosh said that it can be quite an expensive hobby because once you've finished building one set, your very next thought is, right, let's buy another one. And I can absolutely testament to that as a Star Wars fan. Uh, Yeah, I can't wait till the next episode of The Mandalorian or the next movie or, in my case, in comic book collection. I'm always looking for the next issue that I haven't got or, you know, some back issue that I've missed. And I've, oh, I missed that one. I have to go back and buy it. And then you're going on eBay and you're looking back for, you know, good prices and good quality. You know, you're always kind of working at your hobbies. So that's one of the things that we get from the people in the sports world. They're always training to try and get better performance. For the likes of the golfers out there, you guys are constantly working on your golf swing to hit that perfect golf ball, to get that hole in one, you know, and improve your game. That striving for perfection is something I think of a running theme through all of our hobbies. You know, whether you're a knitter, a sewer, a baker, a runner... Uh, you know, a competitor in Ironman like Alistair McLaren. <laughs> you know, no matter what your chosen hobby is outside of the piping world, if you analyze it in a certain way, you will find that that constant striving for perfection is a running theme through all of our associated hobbies. Now, don't get me wrong. There are those hobbies out there that are passive and don't involve any effort at all. You could say to yourself, Ah, oh, Rab, you did mention one of your hobbies was listening to music. And sure, you could sit in your backside with a set of headphones listening to music. But the way I listen to music is a little, probably a little bit odd. Um, I listen to a track and I love it. And then I go and try to find out more from that band. So I'm looking through their back catalogue. Can I buy a CD from 1990 from that band? Oh, they went on tour with another band. And they hopefully have a similar kind of sound. Yes, they do. Wow, listen to this. Oh, can I buy an album from them? Yes, I can. Wow, I'm a huge fan. Do they have a t-shirt? Clue. Oh, look at that. Oh, right. Those, they, them guys, they you know have a drummer from this band who broke up. Why did they break up? Mm, I want to listen to what they sounded like. Wow, they sound amazing. You get the idea. You go down a real rabbit hole. And before you know it, you're researching bands, influences, concerts, performances, merchandise. Yeah. Again, it's a hobby that you work at. So I think for all of us, 
in the bagpipe and sing that striving and that pursuit of perfection is exactly what keeps us hooked on this amazing music of the Great Highland Bagpipe. We can always look towards the performances at the World Championships, at the Glenfiddich, the gold medal, and we could always want to strive to play as good as that. And I guess that's the driving factor. You know, when you're practicing alone in your kitchen at home and you're realizing that you're just not quite sounding as good as Angus McCall or Fred Morrison or any of these guys, you know, that managed to tread the boards. Uh, But, hey, if I practice this again, you know, for the next three, six months, I might, yeah, improve. And it's that promise of future perfection that keeps us hooked. So... As much as we talk about how much we love this instrument and all the rest of it, sometimes it can be very frustrating. And we do realize that. And yeah, as part of this week's Word of the Week, kind of has inspired this week's topic of the week, practice. And it's something that needs constant work and attention. With me, my own playing, I've realized that I can no longer play as I haven't practiced in a long time. So for me to get my hands back working again, I'm going to have to continue to lift these sticks again, possibly ignore my other hobbies like Star Wars. Yeah, put the lightsaber down, Rab. Although this is fun. Yeah, it is fun. Right, set it down. Stop it. Okay, yeah, and uh, yeah, and possibly lift the sticks a bit more often. And that's uh, <laughs> lightsabers laughing at me. It's just looking at me. Play with me. All right. So yes, folks. This week's topic of the week, I hope, has managed to open your eyes to potentially. I know what is a release from the bagpiping world, but it could also be very similar to the bagpiping world in different ways, whether it's a sport, an artistic pursuit, or even if it's just your own personal development. It's one of those things that is constantly worked on. It's never really something that you sat down and say that you're finished. And I hope that for those listening right now that have decided to themselves that they're finished with the bagpiping world, I hope that you do find your hunger again and you do find the passion for this music again. I do know a lot of people that listen to the podcast that have set the instrument down and are no longer playing anymore, uh, especially uh, pre-pandemic. Whenever everything rolled in in 2019, uh, you know, and everything got locked down in 2020, people took that opportunity then to engage in other hobbies and set that instrument back in the box again and not look at it again. But I'm going to say now that there is huge similarities between the new hobbies that you might well have picked up, your Brazilian jiu-jitsu, uh, your, I don't know, comic book collection, well, any of, anything like that, there is definitely clear similarities between all these other hobbies and the piping world. And I would urge you, if you haven't yet, get that instrument out of the box, get that practice chanter out from the back of the cupboard, get the drumsticks out from under the bed, and, yeah, have a tune or two. Have a rattle over a few sets, And before you know it, you'll find that you'll find this bug again that you used to really love playing. And yeah, the camaraderie that comes with it, the travel, the buzz that you get from coming off that line, there's no feeling like it in the world. And that's why we keep coming back, striving for perfection, hoping to lift that silverware. And if we don't, hey, we can maybe do it next week or next month or next year. And that's why we do this. So I hope that you find your passion not only in other hobbies, but I hope that you re-find it again in our piping scene and we will see you back on the grass again. Yeah, 
There you are. That's a topic for of the week for you right there. And we hope that it's managed to give you some food for thought. And for those out there listening who needed this shot in the arm, I hope you take it to heart. And if we do see you back on the grass again as a result of this week's topic, let us know. <laughs> we would love to know if we've influenced anyone to yeah get that instrument back out from under the bed and have a good tune again. Yeah, we would love to hear that. All right. As always, you can email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Let us know if anything we've talked about on this week's podcast, or any other pod for that matter, has piqued your interest. And if you have any comments at all, questions, queries, you can always send them in to us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Or if you want to do it completely anonymously, as always, you can always go through our weekly drone feature, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. There's a big button right at the top of the website. You can't miss it. And yeah. Let us know your feelings, warts and all. And uh, yeah, we'll hopefully bring that to a future episode of the pod. Indeed. Everyone, thank you for tuning in this week. Hope that's been thoroughly entertaining for you. It's been quite an interesting conversation. And finding out uh, what the Big Rab Show team get up to behind the scenes when we're not piping and drumming. There you are. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to go back to my lightsaber and... uh, (laughs) swinging around here for a bit and then i'm probably going to upload this podcast at some point thank you everyone for downloading this week and each and every week and don't forget to tell your mates about our wee show about what we do here on the big rab show talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great highland bagpipe and its people and don't forget like everyone else out there we do have a patreon you can click on support and get all of that extra stuff including that ross ainsley interview that's all I'm going to say. Uh, but yeah, tons of great stuff back there for all of our Patreon faithful. Thank you, everyone. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you back here on the Big Rab Show podcast next week. May the force be with you. <laughs> all the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>